Welcome to another edition of Art Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'll be joined today by my co-host, Aaron. We're doing an interview with talented musician, Angela Crochet. You're going to hear a 30-second sponsor message, then you'll hear our interview, and we've added an extended clip of Angela's music after the interview. Thank you again for continuing to support Art Talk Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Art Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm here with my co-host, Aaron. How are you doing, Aaron? I am above ground and vertical. How are you? I, am. I just told you how I am. <laughs> well, I was just making sure... I didn't you... tell you how I am, but I'm, I'm, I'm asking you how you are. I was, well, I was making sure you were paying attention. I am paying attention. Uh-huh. Good. That's awesome. <laughs> we had a bunch of crazy stuff going on before today's episode, so we're... I think little, Mercury's in retrograde. We're a little frazzled right now. Never been frazzled in my life. So I hope everybody... I, I, I want to thank everybody for sending me nice messages and continuing to support our show. Our last interview was with a film producer, director, uh, Quentin Lee. We did that on uh, May 1st, so that's published, so you can go back and listen to that. If you have a platform like iHeartRadio or something that you don't see on our main page of Anchor, uh, we're on all pretty much all platforms, so you can always message me and I'll send you a link, or you can just Google it and find it. Like if you put Art Talk Podcast, my name, and you know Dan Twyman, and then uh, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcast or Google Podcast, you can find find it online that way. Today we're talking to, and some of you might remember, I had a uh, fill-in guest host, someone who was nice enough to uh, fill in for Aaron when Aaron was out, and that's Angela Crochet, who's a um, talented musician, and she should be on the line with us. Are you with us, Angela? I am here. Oh, there you are. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) And Angela and Aaron already know each other. Yeah, uh, we've known each other for a long time. Yes. And Dan, I've known you too. Oh, of course, of course. But uh, but you two are like... uh, um, Irish, Scottish. We are, Aaron is my spirit animal. There you there, go. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. My, 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 spirit, my, spirit animal, my spirit animal is a wolf. So if, if Aaron is your spirit, I'm not sure how to process that exactly. I thought I woke up. <laughs> I thought I woke up with a bite on my ankle one day. So <laughs> then you realize, oh, that's just Dan getting frisky. I, there no, that, you go. Oh yeah, okay. That was a bear. That was a bear trap. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I must have stepped in it, right? <laughs> so, 
And let's not go there anymore. Anyway. So Angela, so you're, how much, just, just curious, because I know you have family and things that you have to juggle. How much time are you able to devote to your music with all of that going on? Well, ever since I was laid off from my day job, career job, um, due to COVID a year ago, I've had a, a load of time to, to give to it. And um, all three of my children are musically gifted and, and love music. And so, Amazing. you know, it, it kind of, I have my stuff that I do, but they walk in and say, Hey mom, I have a song I want to record. And then I have to figure oh, out if it's, a, wow. if it's a real song. They don't hate, they hate when I say this. Is it a real song or is it like a song from a video game? At which wow. point I have to find it, remove vocals and then stick them in the booth. But, um, you oh, know, it, awesome. it, it, it crosses over. Um, we have a very artistic home. My husband is an artist. And so, you know, it's just, it's all, it's, it's the more time I get to spend at home, the more time gets spent on music. So what, wow. type, what type of art does he create? He, he has a business where he, he does kind of interior design, but he creates, I, I have actually coined the term functional art. And so, you know, everything should be functional or beautiful in your home. And so what he does is tries to make it both. Um, A lot of it is made out of reclaimed materials. He's one Mm -hmm. of the only two people in Houston that um, it does the pressed designs press paints and installs tin ceilings. Wow. Um, and if anybody's interested, his website is oldsoulcreationsonline.com. Wow. So check him That's out there. Old Soul Creation. Okay. And then um, I also should have mentioned that you're in Houston. And, I am. And also what's the best way for people to listen to your content online? So there's a number of different ways. Um, I'm kind of going through, you know, a little bit of an artist development period right now. You know, I have I have a specific platform that I just throw everything on. Um, but the the places that I would direct you to that are, have the more more fine tuned pieces are Spotify. I'm on Spotify. I'm on YouTube. I am on Apple Music, and I have a SoundCloud that has a little bit more than those other ones do as well. And it's under my artist name, which is Scarlet S K A R L I T. Well, if you want, if you go ahead and send me any links i'll add them to our description so if anybody goes to the to this particular episode they can just click on those links and sure yeah so send me any links and i'll add them plus i'll add them to our website and i know i need to update our website i keep procrastinating and doing other stuff but i'm gonna i'm good at websites if you need help i did tony's oh i know i know (laughs) no i have we have a good website artworkpodcast.com but it's just a matter of me i was after each show adding the show to the website but then i got distracted doing stuff and then i was like "Uh uh-oh i'm six i'm six shows behind so then i updated it and i need to do it again but um do you have any do you have any creative options for um a a dementia a dementia dad dementia papa (laughs) like i don't know what that is tell me what it is Aaron, because i definitely want one but i need to find out what it is Oh, well, my stepdad, he's got dementia. And so I'm just coming back from that today. So I'm helping Uh, them, moving them to a a really nice uh, area, but, uh, you know, just trying to get real creative with him and he's paranoid and he thinks everybody's out to get him and thinks, you know, whatever. I actually went through that with my grandmother. Oh, so, you know, you know, I do, I do know, I do know. and, and, and I, and you know what, I think that God sometimes makes it funny just because it's so heartbreaking that like he throws uh-huh. some funny things that, because, you know, you have those moments where it's like, oh, totally. you just have to laugh. Oh my uh, God. Oh, he did something the other day. It was so cute. And yet then every, it's like one minute I want to kill him. And the next minute it's yeah. like, a, it's like, a, he's like a six year old. And he did this thing with, you know, what a little boy does with their thumb on the side of each of their temples above the cheekbone with their, yeah. finger, their fingers in the air going, nah, 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 nah. And he just did oh, that. My- and he really meant 
meant it. He meant I love I used it. To, I used to stick my thumbs in my ears when I did that. <laughs> well, that's what he did. That's it. You're better right. than your nose. There you go. There yeah. you go. There you go. Well, that's another one too. You put your thumb on the end of your nose and wiggle your fingers around. There you go. <laughs> well, maybe hey, I can get him. Maybe I could get yeah. into music or painting or something or something creative or art, artistic. You should um you should take him and play our 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 theme. You know what our theme song is. You should go play him our theme song. Oh, that that seal song. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, that's right. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. so right, girl. Uh huh. So right. Get him to dance. Get him up and dancing. Oh, totally. That's a good idea. He might fall Dude. over, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's, that's, yeah, that's actually uh, suggested by a lot of people, you know, get to get creative stuff going and they get they they get into a, a, a new groove, you know, it, it so, does. It does. And things come out that you don't even realize it. Like, I, I've just actually started writing in that way. You know, I've always kind of oh. when I started when I started writing, I mean, I'm you you met me 20 years ago when I had just started playing and I thought I was doing music therapy, but really I was just trying to be cool. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, just recently I've started getting like real and raw in writing. And it's amazing because it's like, after you get it out there, um, you don't have to be upset about it anymore. It's very weird. Exactly. So it becomes kind of like cathartic. Is that what you're saying? It's yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it, yes. It's like, you know, it's out there. It's done. You don't have to keep repeating it because there's a finished product that, you know, you can refer to, go to, you know, is out in the world and it has all those feelings in it. And so you don't feel the need to like tell everybody. So it's kind of like trans- over again, transmuting, en- transmuting the energy into something positive. That's yes, true. yes. Yeah. That's yes. And, it, me, it, and, and and the word positive, uh, you know, I mean, there's worse things you could do, but like the, the word, <laughs> the body of work doesn't necessarily, you know, the person that it's about might not think it's positive, but it's, <laughs> it, it works positively inside of you. So sure. Totally. Well, let me ask you this all, all total. Like some, one time somebody asked me, they said, how many, how many pieces of art do you have? Or how many pieces of art have you created? And I really had to think about it. And I was like, I don't know, probably a thousand. I, I have no idea. Definitely. I have have a piece but, of your art <laughs> oh yeah that's right that's right so in, in your case um how many songs would you say you've written and completed you know where you've performed them that's um written completed performed uh, not nearly as many as i should considering how long i've been playing but written completed performed i mean they're not complete but 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 where i can go on stage and say this is a song this is what it's called and i'm going to play it for you hmm. um maybe 40 hmm. Wow. Songs. That's, that's that's a lot. That's quite a few though. For I mean, for uh, yeah, but I've been playing since I was 19 and I'm 42. It's not really that well, much. Well, but I mean, yeah, but, yeah, but there are <laughs> you're only 29 anyway, so Yeah, that's true. But there are <laughs> but there are people who who and I mean, I I almost did this, but I wound up uh, meeting Aaron, but there are people who never get married, they never spend much time with family, they really just focus on their career and all they do is is uh, you know, write music and so 40 songs, you know, you're talking uh what is that? three albums or i don't know two or three albums so i mean just so, the fact that you performed them well the now, some that, of the songs suck and i wouldn't perform them but but <laughs> no but i mean i'm, I'm just saying, well yeah but, it, it, um, but having said that if you listen to any album we all know there's a b-side you know people my age i and, like the b-sides i actually had funny yeah the b-side so. the b-side sometimes was really good but a lot of times it, it was you know people were like oh there's this one really hot song and then no one ever listened to the b-side so i mean musicians and artists subject so, I mean, you might create a song where you think, I, I really don't like that. 
but then you share it with somebody. And I think I mentioned this to you before. I used to do drawings and I, would, I wouldn't I would like the way the drawing was going. So I would wad it up and throw it in the trash. Erin would take it out of the trash <laughs> and she would iron it. And then she, and so I'm that's finding, my Erin. Yeah, I, I would find these. Well, at least I'd iron it. And well, then he would repurpose is it. Is that or, the, that's yeah. the only thing you ironed though, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Very funny, you guys. Teaming up on me, right? Yeah, except every now and then her hair, but that was no. Yeah, I got your hair for you right here, babe. Hey, you know, ironically, ironically, it's funny because like the way that I write, the, the stuff that I like, that I am feel is like done and good. And and the stuff that I sent you um, today falls under this category. Will probably, you know, if, if an album comes to fruition, be the B-sides. Like it's, they're not going to be, they're going to be more cult following. Yeah. They're going to be more like, you know, true fan following they're not going to be on the radio like I but I can write like that um but, but the you songs know what? that I yeah. you know what Angela in the 80s we took you know I was a punk rocker in the 80s and we I took, know you we, were we took b-side and we turned that into hit singles you know what I mean <laughs> yeah you did I it's funny because yesterday I was actually just looking this up on the internet um I, so I've been working with a producer uh-huh. out in LA um uh-huh. Danny Saber who's amazing oh, wow. and has worked with some incredible people awesome. and um we've been working on an EP and one of the most recent songs we're working on is House of the Rising Sun, Ooh. which is public domain, which is super cool. Right on. Um, right, and right. And he, he sort of kind of came around the idea that, you know, I really good at taking, you know, a cover and making it kind of something new. And, you know, we've kind of brainstormed about where to go with that and, and that strength that I have. And so yesterday I was researching B-sides and I actually wrote out a list of like 50 of them after going through, you know, um, Nick Cave and Bauhaus and like all this, all the 80s stuff. Cause you know, I love it too. and, and trying to take a look at, you know, maybe some songs that are these like gems that because they're B-sides might not have gotten airplay that might be fun to cover. So it's it's yes. funny that the conversation oh, took this that. turn. And, and and in one of my songs, one of my lines is it's nothing but a paltry B-side. So I'm, I'm a fan <laughs> of the whole whole concept of a B-side. And I like liner notes, which don't exist anymore. But oh. sweet. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. As far as uh, live shows, because I know the last, you know, now it's going over a year, but um obviously no one's been doing live shows but how's that looking for the future well i've been working as a solo artist i actually built my studio at my house Hmm. when covid hit and when i lost my job um which sort of allowed me to i hadn't really written in a while and it sort of allowed me to pick up and actually turn the songs that i had written and make them sound like i want to because everything was always on acoustic and Hmm. I, i didn't have the resources to to sort of turn it you know i've been in bands before but they were always like cover bands and not cover bands where you do it different and cool like Marilyn manson style but cover bands where like you just play the song the way it's played right um and so you know, I, I do feel like I collaboration and which I'm getting to do with Danny, which is amazing, but on stage would be awesome. Up until now, I've played with a couple bands, but not regularly, but I haven't had an original band that works on my stuff. So that's definitely, you know, a goal. I have um, a question for you. Um, yes. 
uh, when you're playing in front of people, is there, is there something that like, cause I know that I, when I've done stage in the past, you know, where I'm working with an audience, I've just, you know, I just love working with an audience because it gives, it, it helps me to bounce off and gives me more energy. And then it gives brain, makes me brainstorm to do more cool stuff. Do, do you find that you get an energy from the audience that helps you to do sometimes even more and different stuff on stage that maybe even you've, you've done in, in the studio? Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, it, you definitely, definitely feed off of that energy, but it works both ways too. You know, you like sure. one of my favorite things and um, this is kind of funny, but you know, I'm in Texas huh, yeah. and nobody likes the same kind of music really that I like here. <laughs> but so one of my favorite things to do is to go to like a karaoke bar at a country bar and sing Marilyn Manson, because I think it's just really <laughs> funny to watch <laughs> everybody's reaction. Well, that's why but I like def- to say, I like to say the word shit in Orange County. Oh and, yeah. There and you the go. F- and the F word. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. Um, well, yeah, it's interesting because I, when I when I listen to some of your music, some of the tonality and just the sound of it, I was wondering if anybody has ever com- said, "Hey, you have a little bit of a Billie Eilish vibe going," or anything like you, that. You know, it's funny, um, and I don't know if Danny was referring to it in that way, but we were talking about that. With the, that name did actually come up the other day when we were kind of talking about some projects that we're working on. So that's that just tells me that I should probably l- listen to that artist because i really don't know any of her songs yeah yeah well let's um, put it this way if so if you're a person my age and you grew up listening to classic rock and you know when i think about great musicians i think about elton john and you know pink floyd pink floyd and mm-hmm. robert plant and all these guys and so um, Bowie. Yeah. And so then, well, yeah, one of Aaron's favorite songs is the Who's Eminence Front. But when I listened to Billie Eilish the first time, I said, I don't get it. And I literally just, there was no rhythm. It was a very whispery kind of a, a vocal and the music was unusual. And I just thought, wow, this, and she at the time had really hit it big. You know, there was just a huge audience at, yeah. when she was really hot. So, but I, I, at the, but I kept listening and I thought, okay, artist you know musician uh there's got to be one of those things where maybe i heard the wrong song or something and so i kept listening and then i did finally hear something that i thought was interesting and then she did she did a cover for a film um i don't know if it was james bond or something so so i started maybe warming up to the sound but it took a little bit of time so uh, i think just because your perception is you know that you feel your music is this or that or whatever again artist subjective i've had people i've had people buy drawings drawings from me where I actually questioned them and I said you want to buy that drawing <laughs> you know so <laughs> and they're like and this girl was like yes I love it I think it was back when I had drawings on eBay or something you know and this uh-huh. girl bought a drawing from me and um and I and, and so I was just so taken back by it that I went the extra mile and I you know gave her extra perks and stuff I, would you like for me to create a certificate of authenticity because right, you, know? you like you didn't feel worthy like right I was like, awesome. I was like yeah. you need a bonus you know so but you know um, what she's probably somebody I would have hung out with in high school I can just tell uh, like, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think our perception of what we create, uh, and this is probably why a lot of actors don't watch their own films, you know? Well, this is why, yeah. you know, we all love that movie. Uh, the, one of the movies that's uh, uh, timeless is uh, Breakfast. Uh, what's the Breakfast list? Club? Breakfast Club. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, anything John Hughes is fabulous. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Anything so, John Hughes is fabulous. Well, and my, my dad was a DJ in the 80s. And so oh. like pretty, pretty much everything that I listened to was derived from like the mixed tapes because he would make me 
mixtapes. Oh, wow. And, um, and so there is an element of new wave in pretty much everything. Everything that I like was either influenced by new wave or influenced new wave in some way. Like it can be, huh. you know, um, connected in that way. And, and sure. as a result, I believe that all good music, you know, kind of like any good song can be played acoustically and still sound yeah, like a good song. Yeah. I think that any good song can have some kind of a, you know, tributary that links it to new wave. Yeah. Oh, totally. Where was your dad a DJ? Uh, Philadelphia. Oh, was oh it my a, God. I used to was... spend a time, I used to spend time in Philly with my grandparents. When Did I was... you really? Yeah, was, totally. Was he, on, was he on the radio or was it events or what was he no, doing? No, no, no. He was, um, well, when he was in college um, at LaSalle and St. Joe's, he was on the radio, but he did it at clubs and stuff like that. And then, you know, when I was growing up, he was, uh, my dad is a CEO of a hospital. Like at the time he was an administrator. So he was corporate. Um, but every Thursday he had a friend that had, was had a club called Orleans and he would every Thursday night he would DJ and he still has all of his vinyl and when I was little like they would go to bed and I would stay up and I put those like you know koala bear headphones on and I would make myself mix tapes um he would take me he would take me to he wouldn't let me buy tapes he made me buy vinyl and he would take me to Plastic Fantastic and like once a month we'd go to Plastic Fantastic and I would buy you know I bought like These Dreams by Heart that was one of my first records Um, I saw them I saw them live twice what mark lives here mark i can't remember his last name right 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 yeah he lives in houston yeah and so you know that that yeah their their, uh their cousin laurel wiley uh i was facebook friends with her for years and then about gosh it's been a year and a half already she passed away from cancer but beautiful and uh she was like i say the cousin to the and she's also an accomplished musician herself Oh, cool. But, uh, yeah, but that was a real tragedy when she passed away. But but yeah, I saw Hart twice in, uh, as a matter of fact, in Houston. I saw them in Houston and then I saw them in California. Oh, and, that's cool. Uh, yeah, the first time I saw Hart, um, I think it was Nancy Wilson came out in a see-through, no bra top. So it was probably the These Dreams tour. That sounds about like, right. And then, <laughs> and then the other, and then the other. Very 80s. The, other, very sister, 80s. the other sister came out on a Harley Davidson on stage. And, and, and so whenever I've been asked, like, you know, who do you think is like the ultimate female vo- rock and roll vocalist? Like, I mean, I like Hart, but I'm not like a huge fan. Um, you know, there's certain songs I like, but her, but Ann Wilson, um, I believe is really true really got some of the best pipes oh, in the no, rock and roll no industry. question yeah if, if anybody hasn't seen it yet watch the um kennedy center awards led zeppelin tribute where Hart does um oh, she's amazing what they do stairway to heaven okay. and it's just a if you haven't seen it before go on youtube i haven't yeah, Kennedy Center uh, Awards or whatever it is, and it's Led Zeppelin, Hart doing Stairway to Heaven. Definitely watch it because uh, they got they got Bonham's son to play the drums for it. I actually knew uh, Zoe Bonham, his daughter. Oh, um, yes. yeah, she was a good friend of mine when I lived in L.A. Um, hmm. She played too. I, I Jason, Jason Bonham. I think yeah. I saw him play once and he would come into town once in a while, but Zoe Bonham played all over Hollywood when I was there. And, and wow. um, she had it, she had an apartment like right across the street from the marquee, which was like the bar that we all hung out mm-hmm. at. And um, she's a really cool girl. It was, it was, she was 
she was fun. She, I remember, I remember my, my DJ dad coming to visit me in LA and I, and Zoe was playing at the Viper room. And I said, Hey, I said, you want to go see uh, John Bonham's daughter play? And he thought that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of hidden gems on YouTube. A lot of people don't know about like, um, and a lot of, uh, the kids of famous people. So, um, like for example, John Lennon's son, I'm friends with him on Facebook and uh, Elijah blue. Elijah yeah. blue is a great artist. Love yeah. his music. Love his music. Yes. And then, um, yes. also I had a crush on his bass player. Oh, <laughs> and another, another, I saw him at the China Club one time. It was, it was so cool. Another They're good, great. Another good video is uh, there's one of um, uh, they were doing. It's George Harrison's son on guitar, and they're doing "My Guitar Gently Weeps." And um, oh. uh, what's his name? Prince plays lead about three quarters of the way through the song. He comes out and plays. And the lead vocals are Tom Petty and uh, I can't remember who the other guys, but that's a great video. Find that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So speaking of great videos real quick, I just got to throw this one out there because it's amazing. So there is a video and it was like promoting BBC and um, it is Lou Reed's song, um, Perfect Day. You know what song I'm talking about? I'm a Lou Reed guy. just a perfect day. Well, If you find this video, it has Bono, it has Michael Hutchins, it has Elton John, it has David Bowie, wow. it has Andrew Bocelli, it has, uh, I can't think of who else is on it, but there's about a dozen amazing artists and like they each do a different line. Like it's kind of like the live aid, do they know it's Christmas, but it's, yeah. but well, it's for, perfect. For, for people that don't know, um, if you're a younger person, uh, my generation, Lou Reed was kind of like, if you know who Iggy Pop is and and like David Bowie and all those guys, there was a, there was a kind of an edgy, a uh, little bit raunchy side of rock and roll that was kind of pre-punk before punk. These guys had their own niche. So Lou Reed was in that crowd and the vocals of their songs were much more provocative than any other. So if you go back and listen to the vocals of Lou Reed's music, uh, at the time people were like, how are they getting away with saying that on the radio? Oh, it was you know? great. It yeah. was great. I actually just did a recently did a cover of uh, Walk on the Wild Side. Okay. And, you know, one of the controversial, which would be a controversial lyric today is, and all the colored girls go, dude, dude. Right. And so I actually changed it, um, the last verse. And I said, all the, all the white girls, and I went through like yellow girls, red girls. And then I said, oh, Demi go. boy, Demi boys. Right. Cause I have a dear friend who is a Demi boy. And, um, I wanted to include this particular person, you know, cause they, they needed to feel included. And I, and so I put that in, uh, at at the last chorus and it it turned out really like I like when you take stuff that like was created back then and when you make a cover and you make it currently relevant I think is just super cool but it's like you're changing the karma you're changing the the vibe and 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 helping uh excuse me if I get esoteric but you know me but I like (laughs) when we get a chance to change something that's been a certain way you get to kind of transmute it or change it into a different different energy so it helps to evolve mankind I have to butt in in because my timer is going to go off in one minute so can I can I throw something out there because I I actually wanted to share about something real quick while while I wanted to say that I wanted to say I want to hear I want to I want to hear some (laughs) no we are I have to edit the show and it's uh, if it goes too long it's really tough but I want to hear current things from Angela what's going on with her now okay so currently um I wanted to share like I said I'm working with uh Danny Saber and and we have some some songs we're working on an EP that will be released when we're finished but we are also um I've I've kind of become a part of um something that he's doing and it's called Saber Bites and the website is S A B E R 
hyphen B-Y-T-E-S.com. And there's a number of different things that are, are related to it. But one of them is, and I think a huge need is an art. If there's an artist that's looking for feedback, not just crowd feedback, but feedback from somebody in the actual music industry that knows what they're talking about. There is, there are links on there that, you know, you can, you can go in and you can get feedback. And there's some really awesome and incredibly, incredibly priced services to get things mastered, to get some feedback. And um, there's some artist artist development opportunities on there as well. Um, and, and additionally, you know, a catalog of music that is getting set up to be potentially licensed um, for movies and things like that. So all the information on that website. Awesome. I'm really excited about it. And he's, a, I mean, he's a solid dude. He's been around. He has worked with some amazing people. Huh. And um, that, if you're an artist and, and you need some direction, like that's your, that should be your first stop. Saber bike. Also, also too, uh, uh, a long time ago, I, I mentioned to you, send me a file that can uh, have some lead guitar on it. So, so I yes. can do it myself. <laughs> so. Yes, yes. No, 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 no. I will. I'm definitely going to take you up on that. I have some things. So I'll, uh, I'm going to get some things to you soon. Yeah, I just said I can mess around with it, experiment around with it. I would love it. I would love it because I am not good at lead guitar. I I sometimes accidentally make something awesome, and but I could never replay it. (laughs) That's God's accident. God's accident. Yeah, it's not an accident. It's uh, it's called talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what what's the um what's where can people go to find out about who you just what you just said? So say yeah, saber bites. So it's the website is s a b e r hyphen b y t e s dot com and there's a ton of information on there yeah anything anything you want to send me i can put it on the you know website awesome awesome oh and my live stream i'm also on a live stream show called live at bills um and it is every other saturday the next one is this coming saturday it's on facebook um and uh, we actually have a website now too so it's live l-i-v-e at a-t bills b-i-l-l-s dot com and it is a music showcase show aaron is a uh regular viewer yeah commenter thank you awesome show awesome show (laughs) okay perfect we are out of time we gotta go okay so angela Thank yes. You so, thank you so much. For love you, girl. Love you, girl. I love you too. On the show, Aaron uh, or Angela. Final word. Um, fine. She's. Oh, okay. I got one. I'm going to quote Bill of Live at Bills. The only bad track is the one never laid. Ooh. Ow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that can be taken different ways, baby. <laughs> Awesome. That's beautiful. Aaron, final words from you. Keep it. Uh, keep the art. It, art. <laughs> Don't put me on the hot seat. Hey, uh, we're never going to survive unless we get week, a little I crazy. Yes, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. We're never going to survive unless you get a little crazy. Just like just like Seal. Uh, <laughs> Seal said what he said. <laughs> OK, well, I'm going to get out of here before this Irish Scottish girl sandwich kills me. Um, <laughs> So, I love you guys. All right. Thanks. Thank you very much. And uh, everybody, uh, artworkpodcast.com. Uh, if you're interested in uh, being a guest on this show, just send me a message through there. I have a few more guests coming up. Uh, there's going to be May 4th, or I'm sorry, that's today. Uh, May 8th is Susie Singer Carter. And then Kevin O'Neill is on May 16th. May 18th is Amber Tornquist. After that, I take a 10, uh, 10 day break. I'm going to learn NFTs and crypto art. And then I'll share my findings with the audience. And you're going to take May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. I (laughs) forgot about that. I was going to say that right right. out of the start. Uh, (laughs) Thank you for reminding me. Okay, everybody, we are done. We are out. Until next time, we will see you later. Happy creativity, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.